Welcome to On My Walk, a reading podcast that helps you capture reading's aha moments and apply them to your life and your leadership. Recently, I picked up the book Mud, Sweat, and Tears, the autobiography of Bear Grylls. Now, if you're not familiar with Bear Grylls, let me tell you just a little bit about him. He's a former member of the British Special Forces, the vaunted SAS. This guy has climbed Everest. Grills has crossed the Arctic Ocean in an open, inflatable boat. I mean, we're talking an amazing feat. He's the man in the show Man vs. Wild, a survival series that's been seen by some 1.2 billion people. And yet, had you seen him when he was just a little kid, you never would have dreamed that he would have turned out the way he is. Listen as Bear Grylls recounts the time when he was just a young guy entering into the scouting program of the UK. One of the redeeming factors of my early years in smoky London was that I got to join the Scouts, the UK equivalent of the Boy Scouts of America, age six, and I loved it. I remember my first day at the Scouts, walking in and seeing all these huge boys with neatly pressed shirts, covered in awards and badges. I was a tiny, skinny squirt in comparison, and I felt even smaller than I looked. But as soon as I heard the Scoutmaster challenge us to cook a sausage with just one match out on the pavement, I was hooked. One match, one sausage. Hmm. But it will never burn long enough, I thought. Then I was shown how first to use the match to light a fire, then to cook the sausage. It was a eureka moment for me. If anyone present during those scout evenings had been told that one day I would hold the post of Chief Scout and be the figurehead to 28 million scouts worldwide, they would have probably died of laughter. But what I lacked in stature and confidence, I always made up for with guts and determination. And those qualities are what really matter in both the game of life and in scouting. I listened to that story, and my aha moment is this. You never know. I mean, who would have dreamed that this tiny, skinny squirt would grow up to be this amazing guy that he is? And yet, the more I read history and the more I examine the lives of people, I see this again and again and again. Take Winston Spencer Churchill, for instance. I mean, as people looked at Churchill as a child, he was rather unspectacular. He's never going to amount to anything. And after his failures during the Dardanelles campaign in World War I, many people, they wrote him off for good. And yet Churchill became what some would argue to be the greatest figure of the 20th century. I think of Harry S. Truman. I mean, Truman was a self-described sissy when he was a little kid. And later on, when he entered the Senate, he was derogatorily dubbed the Senator from Pendergast because of the influence of Tom Pendergast, a political boss from Missouri, who was instrumental in securing Truman's seat in the Senate. And yet, Truman became one of our greatest presidents, stepping onto the stage of world history in a global dust cloud and navigating America through dangerous and difficult days. I think of Woodrow Wilson. I'm reading a biography of Wilson right now, our 28th president, and, and it just boggles my mind. I mean, listen to this. Wilson was still learning his letters. 
I mean, he was learning the alphabet when he was nine years of age. And he didn't learn to read until he was 11 years of age. And yet, he went on to earn a PhD to become an acknowledged educational expert across America, to teach at Princeton, to become the president of Princeton, to become the governor of New Jersey, and ultimately the president of the United States and the guy that would usher in the League of Nations. And as I take all this in, it's my reminder when I look at prospective leaders not to let the shortcomings I see today to become the determinant of what they might become tomorrow. Because you never really know. And in light of that fact, you never know, it's both sad and frustrating to watch the way people try to fast-track the learning and development process. I mean, I walked by a sign this morning on my walk that touted an early learning program for two to five-year-olds. Now, I'm not against such per se, but it seems that sometimes we think our kid is going to be missing out because he or she didn't get a head start at age two. And if we think that, I believe we're grossly mistaken. And history bears that out again and again and again because you never really know. And it's at times as if parents think you can microwave an individual. You cannot. You can't microwave a child. You can't microwave a leader. And good leaders and good parents, they know that. They know that you never really know. And because we never know, one, we constantly watch and become students of others. Two, we reserve initial judgment about prospective leaders. Three, we exercise patience. Oh, man, is that needed today. We exercise patience in the developmental process. And four, we believe the best, and we work to bring out the best in others. And why? Because we know that God is working out the best in our lives and in the lives of others. And one of the ways that he works out his best in the lives of others is through us, those who help to bring out the best in them. Right now, I'm thinking specifically of of Barnabas, the early church leader, and the way he worked to bring out the best in Paul. And Paul, as you recall, was an initial Jesus hater and a church persecutor who became a Christ follower and a Jesus exalter. And as we can imagine, many people were suspect when it came to Paul. Isn't this the guy who had been persecuting Christians? I'm not so sure about this. Maybe he's just trying to put one over on us. But Barnabas... Barnabas took the time to get to know Paul, and he took Paul to the apostles, and he declared to them, as the writer of Acts reveals, how Paul had seen the Lord on the road to Damascus, was converted, and became a bold preacher of the good news of Jesus. You get a little sense that Barnabas was looking at this guy named Paul and saying, hmm, you never really know. And that's what great leaders do, because great leaders and great parents know You never really know. We never know who they're going to be tomorrow on the basis of what we see today. So we don't let the cloudy focus of today shape our ultimate determination of tomorrow. So let me ask you, who's the Bear Grylls in your life? 
Who's the Harry S. Truman in your life? Who's the Woodrow Wilson in your life? Who's the slow starter, the rough around the edges kind in your life? You know, it was the tortoise that beat the hare. Slow starters often win the race, so don't try to push too fast and don't give up on them too quickly because you never really know. And that's my thought on my walk with Bear Grylls and his interesting and very insightful mud, sweat, and tears. And now, my question to you is, hey, what are you going to do with that thought on your walk through life today? Today.